This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. This evening in Europe and this afternoon in California, I have the pleasure of speaking with Johan von Seedorf. I hope I pronounced that as close as I can uh, because my <laughs> Swedish is terrible. <laughs> and we're talking about his new documentary uh, regarding Tiny Tim, King for a Day. Uh, you know, Tiny Tim was uh, one of those figures throughout the 60s and 70s and had a very long career with his ukulele performing, but he wasn't necessarily a, quote, rock star, but he was famous for being a musician. Uh, Johan, how did you come to decide to be a part of this documentary, let alone bring it, bring along Weird Al Yankovic for the ride? Yeah, I mean, I stumbled across Tiny just by chance nine years ago. I hadn't heard about him before, and uh, someone someone told me that he was he was great, and then he started laughing and his tears fell, and so I had to shake him up. <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, I immediately fell and and, and thought, I want to see the, the documentary about him. And I found out that there wasn't the one. So I decided to do it myself. <laughs> uh, how long did it take to put this documentary together? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of footage of Tiny Tim on being a guest on shows all the way from Laughing, all the way to Johnny Carson. And he had a very charming sense of humor, but very soft-spoken and reserved. So... You know, I wouldn't use the word reclusive exactly, but he wasn't in the spotlight 24 hours a day the way certain musicians would be. Yeah. Now, he was, I, I would say that he was the oddest person who has ever become that big of a star that he was in 1969 and 1970. He was, he was really strange and he knew he was strange. He, also smart, but he understood that people thought that he was just nuts. <laughs> but his friend says that he was very intelligent too. He was, he was a smart guy, so he he knew how to how how to make a living out of it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he was really special. Well, there comes a level of genius where once you hit a certain point, you can't necessarily interact with the average audience. I mean. Tiny Tim is one of those people. Weird Al Yankovic is one of those people. He graduated university at 16 years old with the, either an architecture or engineering degree. Um, Andy Kaufman over here in the United States was the same way, that it took years later for people to catch up to their level of what they were doing or instantly got the humor. Um, with Tim, did people realize that it wasn't necessarily just an act? It's his personality that shines through. I understand his wife, Sue, you know, ha had a re uh, interesting relationship with him. So what was it like talking to Sue about this and then her realizing who Tim was along the way? <laughs> I think, I think maybe people never understood who he really was. And I'm not sure if, if he knew, um, I mean, he created that uh, persona, Tiny Tim in the 1950s in Manhattan, New York. He created a persona that sang in falsetto and, and that was only loving and nice and clean. He showered eight times a day because he wanted to be clean for all the ladies. And he was, he had such, so many strange ideas. And 
he became that persona. So I think when when people met him and got to know him later on, they didn't really know is there a person behind that. I the most people, most of the people I met and talked to, they they felt that it was a genuine man who was very kind, but they didn't really understand him. Uh, eight showers a day. I remember hearing that story. I didn't realize it wasn't just a rumor; it was reality. Uh, I would not like to see his water bill after that in, in that many <laughs> yeah. showers. Uh, you know, cleanliness is important, and I, I'm thrilled that he was obsessive about that. Uh, even, you know, there was the rumor that Nikola Tesla at his level of genius was in love with a pigeon at one point. So, you know, there, there are certain things that you won't understand about people of that caliber, whether it's either talent or science or, or mathematics when it, when it comes to this world. But as Do you remember when you heard about him the first time, the first time I heard about him, I was a child. I had seen reruns on, of laughing and, and Johnny Carson show. Uh, on Nickelodeon, they used to have a thing called Nick at Night. And so in the evening, they'd play shows from the 60s for the parents and the grandparents that lived through it. And Tiny Tim, I believe, was on Laughing. And he was playing, you know, tip-throwing through the tulips uh, on his ukulele yep. and, you know, making some jokes here and there. And it was funny. He was an odd-looking man, but he was interesting in the fact that he... Uh, I don't want to use the word harmless, because that diminishes his role and his masculinity, but he was non-threatening. He was, he wasn't assuming. He was just a person that enjoyed what he was doing and had a quirk about him that, that was funny. Was that your int uh, interpretation as an adult when you were introduced to him? Or was that just my childlike mind at the time? No, the first, I immediately felt there was sadness in him, a huge amount of sadness. That he was like um, covering with with uh, laughter and being funny and quirky. So, but that was the thing that I wanted to to see. What? How, how did he become this way? Um, you know, there's four plus decades, almost five decades of Tiny Tim in the public eye, and then Tiny Tim as the person himself. How do you take four decades of information? And whittle it down to 78 minutes for a documentary. I mean, that has to be a daunting task in and of itself. I would assume yeah. it takes a minimum of a year to get the footage that you want to use. And then another year to trim it down to a palatable amount of time without turning it into a 27 episode series. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that was really hard. And I, when I look in my hard disk drive with all the scenes and all the, TV clips, clippings that's not in the film. I feel like, oh, I want to do another film now about the, about the other things that that's out. Of, but what can you do? Make a sequel uh, in a couple of years. Have, did, you, did you see this one before? I have it's not. A, the board game, <laughs> the game of beautiful things that was released like 1970. So he had a board his game. His downfall had began, so they produced it. it was too late. Uh, have you played the board game, or is it still in mint condition that, that you refuse to touch it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you know, how did you get Weird Al to come on board? Was it a very easy pitch of saying, "Hey, Weird Al, I know you have your quirks as a musician." And Tiny Tim is partially an influence on your career. Would you like to narrate the documentary or at least be a part of this? 
I think it wasn't me who asked him. It was uh, my American producer, but uh, he was he was immediately thrilled. He knew he met Tiny, and he had been there. There has been so many confusions and people talking about him being Tiny Tim's son. So he he felt like a, a deep connection. I I just love to do it, and he was very very friendly. Okay. Uh you know, you being European and Tiny Tim inherently being an American artist, especially in the avant-garde era in the United States, how does someone like Tiny Tim make an impression on Scandinavia, no less, let alone the rest of continental Europe? You know, I mean, you had your introduction to him and wanted to make a documentary since no one else did, but have you shown this in Europe yet since it releases today in the United States? And what has been the European reaction to him? It's uh, it's been released in my home country, Sweden. It been went. Uh, oh, they! I mean, everybody thinks, "Wow, <laughs> how come I never heard about this guy? This is fantastic." That's the the most common reaction. They really love him. It's been on the theaters here in in Sweden and on television too, and it's uh, a big success. And um, but what I've noticed is that the people who love it the most it's people who have some somehow felt like an outsider sometime in their life or or still do if you if you feel like you are a bit different then you get a, a very big feeling for, for a tiny team like yeah that guy that guy he's an outsider <laughs> i can feel that uh, growing up, did you ever feel as if you were an outsider and that's what sparked your connection to Tim, his persona, and his... <laughs> Johan, you were, you were saying, uh, that it was outsiders who felt a connection to Tiny Tim. You know, they, they realized that this guy, uh, wasn't in the yeah. inner circle of, of mainstream, uh, world. When you, uh, when you picked up on him, did you feel as if you know, you had been an outsider in your youth, and you could relate to him on a certain level. I I could in a in a minor way. I I had this feeling of being somehow outside things. I mean, everybody has. Everybody can can relate to that. I think, but people people I met that that really connected to Tiny who hadn't heard about him. That's the I understood that. That was people who was really feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm really an outsider. So he, he connects to those people the most. For yourself and the intrigue that, that came about with Tim and with, with the arts and, and American culture, uh, you know, in the sixties, it was interesting. British culture had permeated in the United States and then American culture had taken over later in the seventies. Uh, having an American influence in Scandinavia and then someone so unique as Tim when you make this documentary, uh, does that play into what people perceive Americans to be in a sense? Uh, but maybe that in America you can you find everything. You can find anything in the U.S. and the Tiny is one example of that. You, you got the whole the width of human existence. You know, and I mean, you can't, you can't find someone, you can't, you can't find that kind of a character being such a big star that Tiny was in, in the whole world, I think, I, I would say. Uh, 
you know, you are a, a man of Scandinavian ancestry. You live in Scandinavia. Uh, creating a documentary like this about an inherently, uh, you know, out, an outsider, not only to what you would consider an outsider, but an outsider in his own world. What would you like people to see in your documentary about such a unique uh, and uh, and introverted uh, person? I I like that a lot of people have seen uh, that there is a human being. He's 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 that's he's so strange and really a freak in a lot of people's eyes, but. Still, there's a there's a heart and a, a human being uh, inside him of Tiny Tim, and that pe- people feel that they like him. That he's a, I mean, we are all individuals, but some are more individual than others. Yeah, uh, Johan. Before I let you go, I know uh, it's very late at night in Europe, so I don't want to keep you up longer than you need to be. But it is uh, April 23rd here in the United States. The documentary releases today. Uh, what would you like people to learn from your documentary? And why should they go back and revisit it more than once in order to see your Tiny Tim doc? Yeah, I, I think you, you, can lear- you can learn about, I mean, you, you will learn about a, a life that's so extraordinary. And I think there is some great music as well in uh, all, almost all the songs that are in the film are great songs. He, he could sing. Sometimes he didn't sing that good, but in the film, there are really good songs. Right. All right. Uh, let's say you have, I see ed- here that Weird Al is just it's tweet, tweeting about the film right now. Oh, even better. So, you know, we got Weird Al tweeting about the film as you and I speak. It's even better than uh, we had hoped for. Let's say you had an extra yeah. five minutes left in the documentary. Yes. You know, they extended it five more minutes for you. Uh, from 78 minutes to, or sorry, from 78 minutes to 83 minutes. Uh, what five more minutes <laughs> from your hard drive would you like to add into the documentary that would still fit relatively well within the narrative? Wow, that's a that's a hard one. I mean, I think I would I I think I would do quite uh, some some more great TV clippings that are not in the film from from his from 1969. There are shows that are really great that's not in the film. And from the 80s and early 90s, there are some clippings that are horrible when people are just mocking with him. They are being rude and mean. And that's interesting to see as well how the media, the business turns its back on him. And uh, he, he has quite a, a rough life in the 70s and 80s. And he's still struggling and he's still doing it with a like, uh, nice... <laughs> It's, his friend said that he was never bitter. He was always, I did it once. That's more than most people. So he was. Just... That's the truth. He did it once and I, yeah, I can't even play an instrument. So him playing a ukulele on top of it and being a success that he was, you can't, you can't steal that away from him. 
But uh, Johan, yeah. where can we find you on social media if we want to connect with you? Uh, we we do have a, a, face, a Facebook page with the film, Tiny Tim King for a Day. We, you can reach me there. Perfect. Johan, thank you so much for your time. I know it's late in Europe. I could talk to you for another 45 minutes, but I feel guilty keeping you up this late because I'd usually be in bed by 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking to you. Thanks for having me. Oh, please. The pleasure was mine. I, I'm so grateful I got to talk to you. I'm so grateful you put a, out such a wonderful documentary about such an interesting and unique man. Yep. It's available in Europe, all over the place at this point, theaters, television, wherever you've had it shown in the past couple of months. Thank you so much, and please have a great and wonderful night. I look forward in hopefully meeting you face-to-face one of these days. That would be great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.